Hey y'all, this is Jen. Thank you for tuning in to Nobody Said It Will Be Easy. Uh, We're going to do things a little bit different. So I'm no longer going to attach the videos to the segments. What I'm going to do is load them up on Facebook. So I'm going to share them on Facebook. So go to Nobody Said It Will Be Easy. That's my Facebook page. It's the same picture. And you'll be able to tune into all the sermons, listen to the music, anything that I load up and then talk about here on the podcast. So thank you for your support. The listens are going up. It's awesome. Love you guys. You guys are amazing. So we have a special guest tonight here in the building. We brought in uh, my husband. We're going to be talking about parenthood and trying to stay prayed up. He's showing me something. Hold on one second. The one thing about being a parent is the ability to be selfless, to give up the things you want and need for the benefit of someone else. That's a quote that's online. That's pretty good because being a parent and going through parenthood and trying to stay prayed up, those things kind of sometimes don't always go together. Um, but nowadays, you know, children have access to a lot more than I had when I was younger as far as like the Internet and you know, social media and things like that and just caring a lot more about what their friends think and stuff like that. So first and foremost, I want to welcome my husband, Mr. Remy Volsi, into the into the podcast. So I'm going to say what up, babe. What up, y'all? <laughs> so yeah, so I'm going to be asking him some questions and he can ask me some questions and hopefully it'll help you guys just understand or you know just be cool with understanding how to be a parent right now in this day and age and bringing God into it and seeing how to go about things so let's get into it so uh just to be a little transparent uh this week we have been going through some issues with our 13 year old um as far as school and things like that and you know, got some calls from the guidance counselors and and stuff. So we had to um, talk to them, you know, and get in that tail a little bit. Uh, Put that foot down. Yeah, put that foot down. And, like, just really, you know, guiding with love, I think that's a good thing. But I think nowadays a lot of parents don't, you know, discipline their children. Uh, A lot of children are getting away with a lot of things. That I would never get away with, you know, as a child with my mom. And I'm sure you never got away with your mom and your dad. So, but raising a kid nowadays is kind of, it's difficult because everybody's in your business or, you know, everyone has their own views on parenthood and you shouldn't spank children. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. But, you know, how do you, how do you like want to give the men some guidance on dealing with their children or like things a loving kind of way to kind of talk to the kids when you're disciplining them and not just talking at them but like talking to them 
Um, well, just being firm, you know, that's, that's my thing. Always being firm without any slack. As soon as you give up the slack, that they, they notice that right away and take grain. So, I don't know, it's just constantly being on them. You know, like I said, uh, making sure they, they do what they're supposed to be doing. But, um, yeah. Um. One thing we try to do here, though, is like, we implement like church and stuff like that with them, but you know, you can only like lay a foundation and then like your kids go out and they do what they do. Hopefully what you put in them and given them will take them or be with them still when they are outside of your presence and outside of your house. All you can really do is just pray that those kind of things stick with them. You know, it's not, you know, you're not a bad parent. If you've done everything that you can, you know, children still are able to make decisions on their own. We're not with them 24 hours a day. Sometimes we wish we were, but we're not. And we just have to trust that they take what we give them and the lessons that we give them and teach them. And they take that outside with them. Um, But when they don't and you get reports back, you know, about things going a little left, then, you know, I'm all about discipline, but discipline with a purpose, you know, not just hitting on kids for no reason, but actually letting them know, like, this is, you know, the consequences of your actions and then punishment and stuff like that is also something you know, I mean, for me, it's kind of hard to bring, you know, the verse, the Bible verses, you know, when the discipline is, when you're upset, you know, I guess, you know, taking that step back and, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but, you know, I don't have a Bible in my hand 24 hours a day to, you know, this verse, this chapter. Mom and Pops didn't have no Bible. <laughs> No. If you did something wrong, then that was that was the end of your behind that night. Right. So So it wasn't all about no. read Luke chapter. Luke. <laughs> Peter chapter nothing. No, we didn't get any of that. So I mean, you know, you get Christians that's all about like verse, 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 no matter what the situation is. But that's what this podcast really is about. It's like sometimes what about when that verse, you know, you don't have a verse, you don't have a scripture to go through to, you know, at that moment in that time, you know, what happens then, you know, and it's okay. You know, you don't love God any less or anything of that nature because you don't know a verse off the top of your head while you're disciplining your children or going through day-to-day situations, you know, all you can really do is just try to stay prayed up and, you know, afterwards just loving on your children, letting them know that it's all right, but you got to get right, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's rough. It's hard out here for parents, you know, a little bit. And the sad thing is that I spoke to uh, the guidance counselor for my son, and she just really let me know, like, it's so many parents out there that don't care 
and you know the children are like left to the wayside a lot of the times and you know they gotta beg parents to come in for parent teacher or you know something it's it's not easy to get in contact with a lot of parents <clears throat> so that's another thing like on their side it's rough you know they're with our kids a lot more than we are especially during you know during the week or whatever it's just like us going to work with, with our work people more than we're with our families but you know again just you know I try to pray for my family every single you know a lot of times during the day but definitely in the morning getting them out of here with a prayer and just trying to cover them and but you know kids have their own their own minds and things like that but I had to like really sit back and be like all right John you're not a bad parent he's just making some real messed up decisions right now you know and he's 13 you know I don't this is my first teenager yours too so I mean we're still new to the game as far as teenage life and raising a teenager and getting into the swing of things so it's different you know it's a different lifestyle our parents made it look kind of easy and it's not now we get to see what they was going through right because there was a couple times I wanted to say a couple things my mother said to me when I was younger so I understand it, you know, and that's hindsight is definitely twenty twenty. When you put your parents through all this craziness, you never think like, oh, okay, when you have your own kids, you're gonna have to go through it too. So, yeah, again, but you know, like, like with us, we did our, our share of craziness when we were younger, but we never strayed so far away from home. Like, we were so far out there that we couldn't get back, you know, and I think that's. The important part. Now I see what what my parents used to tell me. My mom used to say this all the time, and she still says it to this day. Like while we were acting up, you know, in school, whether it be in school or at home, she would always say, "One day you'll see the same things you're doing now is the same thing <laughs> your <laughs> kids are gonna return back to you." Yeah. And now I see it. Uh, that's why I feel like I'm still old school to as far as disciplining because right. if you get out of line, it's, I'm not really trying to sit there and have a full conversation with with you. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is coming across your head. You know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it does come back around. Now it's our turn to uh, (laughs) (laughs) reap reap those uh, correct steps. Yeah, that's not. I mean, we were fortunate though. I mean, that's a lot of people that weren't able to be around their parents as much as we were with ours. You know, even though both parents weren't in the home, they were still heavily involved in our lives. Like my my mom and my dad, they weren't in the same household. But if I was in trouble, my dad knew about it. You know, he called, she called him, and he was very much involved in same right. 
Yeah, so. And that was the worst. Yeah. Especially when mom was like, I'm calling your father. Made, made it shut. Yeah. <laughs> and so you knew it was going to go down. But right. So that was like a fortunate. And I think that's what kind of lays the foundation for us being parents, you know, getting to see both sides. But a lot of times, you know, everybody's situation is different, you know. Not here to say that one is better than the other, but it does help lay the groundwork when you have two parents or two supportive entities in a household to raise children or to be involved. Like, you know, so some fathers are not in the house or some moms are not in the house, but just keeping them in the loop so the children will always know that there's always two people yeah. that can give insight and they being have on the to, same page. Yeah, yeah, being on the same page, definitely. Definitely. I mean that's a that's a major so they see that too, you know, if you're not on the same page and don't feel like they could get away with this with one parent and you know, act a certain way when another one's around. Mm-hmm. So it's good for us to be both on the same page. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, that's it's super important. And like being involved with the kids, you know, being involved with their day to day. Like if you're not in the home, call in, check in, making sure they're all right. Just, hey, how's your day? Things like that. I mean, I see a lot of situations where, you know, they get caught up. The parents get caught up in their individual feelings and it's hard, like, for the child to function in that environment if the mom is jealous of the dad's new girl or vice versa if the dad is having issues with the mom dating somebody else or blah, 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 and they are at it all the time, then you're not on the same page or you're not creating that healthy environment for that child to prosper, you know. So if you are co-parenting, Either way, it's always best to be on the same page as far as the children, you know. Right, right. So this way they can they know that they're responsible to two people, not just one parent. But yeah, I mean we are our family dynamic is pretty unique, so it's awesome like to have all sides. I mean, we got grandparents involved and Things like that that could still the the eldest they could still shed some wisdom. We get asked questions, see their take on things. So we're not in it alone. So we're kind of blessed in that way, and we get to see what their insight is, you know. But for the main the main part of it is just you know just pray up, I guess, and just try your hardest not to. Um, Kill one of them. Right. <laughs> let's not let's not kill the kids. Let's not kill the children. But as far as like just taking a step back, I guess, and seeing it and remembering yourself when you were that age and understanding and things like that because that helps a lot, but still getting it, listen, you cannot represent this family. And that was another thing too, like Children need to understand, like, when they walk out the door, that they're representing a household. Because the first thing, if you see a child acting up, the first thing you say is, what is going on in that house? 
or what are those parents doing and all that and the parents can be completely opposite of what that child is displaying you know and then you know but that's the first thing you ask so I explained to my son like when you walk out this door everything down to the way you smell the way you smell the way you dress the way you act my daughter too everything you do outside of this home is a representation of this family so if you don't want your family to be looking crazy out in these streets then you go outside and you act like you got some sense and you represent well you know and they have to feel like they're a part of something not like they're just blowing in the wind on their own you know that they are part of a unit and they are a vital part of that unit because sometimes children feel like they don't have a place you know they don't have a say so and things and stuff like that but it's a thin line you just have to we're not friends I'm not your homie I'm not you know I'm not here for that but Parenting in 2019. <laughs> it's, it's real. It's real. It's some real stuff. So, yeah. We want to work on this because, I mean, we got a lot more time to go. He's only 13. We got We got some more coming up, so... We're going to have to do this a couple more times. So it's, you know, just, it's okay. Don't freak out. You're not a bad parent. You don't, God is not like, you know, being mean to you. There was no handbook to this. No, there's no handbook. Learning as we were going and, you know, taking little bits and pieces here from, you know, what we saw our parents uh, our parents handle those. Mm-hmm. You know, the situation. So, uh, all I can say is uh, do your best. Mm-hmm. Be firm. And everything should be fine. Yeah. Should be. It should be. It will. Yeah, it should be. But it will be fine. Tell them you love them daily. Constantly, if you can, you know, I'm hearing like some situations where a lot of young people don't feel like they're loved and all that stuff. So they, you know, I didn't hear about suicide and stuff like that when I was in school. Like I didn't hear about any of that and so much depression and stuff like that going on now. It's a lot more. I mean, children deal with a way more than we had to deal with when we were younger. So that's something else to take into account too because I didn't have to deal with half of that, you know, a lot of that, you know, depression and suicidal ideations and things like that. I mean, mental health right now is through the roof for teens. And I mean, we didn't have to deal with a lot of the things that they deal with now. So they got a little harder than us, but you still got to, Tighten up, you know, and not let them, don't let them stray too far from your wings, you know. Yeah, definitely. So keep them close. Love on them. And uh, anything else? We're going to wrap this up. Um, 
want to say thank y'all for tuning in. This was short and sweet. I want to thank my husband for joining me tonight. I figured that this is something, you know, something important that just need to talk about real quick. You know, we going to get it while we're going through it in the moment. Um, again, anything, any links that I want to share with you guys, I'm going to do it on Facebook from now on. I'm not going to put it, um, to the podcast. Just, um, nobody said it will be easy on Facebook and follow, do all that. Um, and we will check you out on the next podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Love y'all.